0: I'm Kaylee Arrett, and you're listening to episode 23 of Me When I'm Free. Who is this me when I'm free? And why does it even matter? This is the question that has spurred me on for years now. It's led me down some dark roads of healing and up joyful mountains of calling and to this moment right now, still on the journey and inviting you to join me. If it really is true that the glory of God is man or woman fully alive, then it would appear that God would want this even more than we do. But why? Why is this important to him? Doesn't he have more important things to attend to than whether or not we know ourselves and what we have to bring to the world? These are some of the questions I want us to explore together each week through a simple story, a few moments of reflection, and space to pray. Join me, friend. The year was 1993. I was a senior in high school, and my insecurity around my identity was almost as big as my hair. I hit it well with good grades, good behavior, and lots of journaling to God about wanting to represent Him better in both Those who grew up around my family know that one of my parents' love languages was good parties, especially for their six kids' birthdays. There were often themed decorations and usually some wildly creative games, both crafted by my mom. My dad often offered his own brand of creativity, which might include some version of poetry to commemorate the day or possibly an entire song. Which brings me to my 18th birthday, which took place in November as the fall leaves crunched underfoot. It was my final year playing goalie for our small Christian school soccer team, and we were having our end-of-the-year sleepover the night of my birthday. Our team gathered at one of the players' homes, and we prepared taco salad together as we laughed and teased each other. A friend brought a birthday cake she had made for me, which thrilled me my inner middle child secretly adored being seen in these small ways. But I was not prepared for the surprise that was about to come. As the party continued, a knock came at the door. The door was opened, and standing there before us was my younger sister, holding a bouquet of balloons, my dad my brother-in-law, and two high school boys from school. They announced that they had a singing telegram for me and proceeded to sing a song that my dad had written, complete with chorus and verse and backup singers. It was equal parts delightful and ridiculous, and I loved every second of it. Of course, later on, I would journal every second of it, too, as I basked in the glow of being celebrated in such a surprising way. Right now, I feel like one of the most blessed, loved, and happy people in the whole world, I would write later the next day. It all felt extravagant to this tender, insecure 18-year-old girl. Last summer, when I participated in the 30-day gratitude challenge that I mentioned in episode 21, I added this birthday memory to my list of gratitude memories to reflect on throughout the month. On the day that I chose to focus on this memory, I was surprised by how much joy it still stirred up for me. As I soaked up the goodness of every detail I could remember, I decided to ask God what he wanted me to know about the emotion that was stirring around this memory. Immediately, I sensed him saying, This is what it's like when I sing over you. Oh, the tears, the beauty of such a thought. Could the truth of Zephaniah 3 17 that speaks of God rejoicing over us with singing really be as true as this birthday celebration? The reality is that I have often struggled to believe that God feels good things about me, even delights in me, in simply being with me, declares me beloved. To consider him singing over me is sometimes hard for my imagination to grasp. But if my earthly father would sing over me, then why wouldn't my heavenly father do the same? A lifetime of listening more closely to the voices of those who would judge me, who take no delight in me, rather than to the voice of my Abba Father who sings over me, has shown me what the alternative looks like. Trevor Hudson writes in Discovering Our Spiritual Identity, Invited to be the beloved sons and daughters of Abba Father, we fall prey to deceiving voices that tell lies and half-truths about who we are. Believing these untruths, we adopt patterns of living that impoverish the soul, cripple relationships, and block the glory of God from shining through us. Lost among the many who wander along this well-traveled road, we fail to stand apart from the crowd and become our own person, the person God intends for us to be. It would seem that The alternative to living as one loved by God is a lifetime of proving our worthiness, believing other voices rather than God's about who we are. But friend, have you considered that your Heavenly Father sings over you too? Friend, if you find it easier to believe that God is disappointed in you, than happy to be in your presence. If you need help to believe that God feels good things about you, that he delights over you, even sings over you, I want to invite you into a practice with me as we end our time today. I'm taking this practice from Kurt Thompson's book, Anatomy of the Soul, about feeling God's delight. If considering God's emotions feels foreign to you, you may want to engage in an exercise that may help bring you closer to feeling what God feels. First, consider your feelings when you encounter this passage. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. Zephaniah 3.17 Now, take a few moments in a quiet and comfortable place, free of distraction, and simply imagine the best that you can being in God's presence while he is feeling delighted to be with you while he is quieting you and rejoicing in your presence. Imagine God singing about you. Still don't have the picture? Think of you two holding a concert just for you in your honor, but now imagine that instead of Bono, it's God. Too cool. We often consider how we should feel when in God's presence, but have you ever imagined how he feels in yours? Do you feel Jesus feeling delight, joy, and peace? If not, what do you feel him feeling instead? What do you imagine he looks like? How does he sound? What does he say? What is the tone of his voice? And then, what do you feel yourself feeling as you respond to these initiatives of God? Let's pray. Dear Abba Father, we struggle to believe that you feel good things about us. Would you help us to recognize the practices that will help us to believe the truth about you being a God who sings over us? It's in your strong name we pray. Thanks for listening to this episode of me when I'm free. I hope you'll continue to join me on this journey toward wholeness. I'd love a traveling companion. My hope is that you'll see yourself in these stories that I share here. And if nothing else, you'll feel less alone. If you'd like to connect throughout the week You can find me at Kaylee Eret on Facebook and Instagram or at KayleeEret.com. And if you haven't yet, I'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast, and I'd be delighted if you left a review. Thanks for listening, friend. Let's meet back here next week.